My name is Chris. And I'm Holly. Together, we're, we're the, the Friars. Just like our everyday life together, we have absolutely no idea what we're going to talk about. But we're best friends, and we talk a lot. A whole lot. About everything. And nothing at all. So sit back, have fun. And welcome to Following, following the, the Friars. make up for last week but I didn't feel good <laughs> that was amazing and I just captured it on video oh that was so incredible thank you you're for welcome. that you're very I, I really needed that I am glad. um I'm glad that I <laughs> yeah. so I survived the great flu epidemic of 2020 so yes. I had to uh do a couple of extra yeah you were not feeling well the last time no I was not yeah there. And uh, I'm gonna live though. Gonna live. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs> um, so uh, let's see what has a lot has happened since we did this last. Um, yes, we now have a large play area set swing thing oh, yeah. in the yard. Oh, that thing's enormous. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm just gonna say this, folks: if you buy an enormous playset for your kids or grandkids, the brand new plastic slide is going to be very, very slick. I went down that thing and it was like someone had shot me out of a cannon. I'm not sure at this point if the swing was for the children or for Chris, but hey, either way, people are happy. I have had no swings on this. <laughs> Been down the slide twice. And you've <laughs> up the rock climbing wall twice. <laughs> Up the rope ladder three times. I think I saw you up in the uh, observation tower looking out. Uh, oh, yes. Surveying the, the. Steering the pirate ship. The countryside. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's that's very true. I was, if I catch you out there with an eye patch, I'll know that it was for you. Arr, <laughs> It was, uh, yeah, that's. That thing is a lot of fun. Though it's a little concerning because Anna Kate loves to swing so much. That when you remove her from said swing before Holy she is ready to cow. stop, it sounds like a cat in a wood chipper. It, seriously. I mean, it's bad. It was it's, bad. It's loud. I was expecting DHR to show up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Child I mean, services. Other, we, we, knew, we knew, ladies and gentlemen, we knew the instant mm -hmm. that child was taken out of the swing to go inside. We could hear her from inside the house. Oh, yeah. It was that piercing. Mm -hmm. Yes. She was, it, it was not... Happy to she, be removed bit, from the swing. Not a bit. It, it literally sounded like someone was being murdered. <laughs> it, it was. It was awful. I kind of had a nightmare about it. <laughs> you know. And now I'm like, uh, when the weather gets really pretty and warm, and she wants to swing all the time, I, what do I, we do? I, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure as heck not going to take her off of it. That'll be your job. No, I'm going to leave her in it. It's her mother's <laughs> job to take her out. Just sleep. <laughs> Tag out at the swing set. All right. That's it's right. your problem now. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Though the little nugget really loves it, though. She does. She does. And we still uh, we still have a trampoline to put together. So oh, yeah. that's the next thing on the agenda, the trampoline. But we had. And we can play on that, too. We can. <laughs> we can. Um, 
It's a good thing we didn't have it together, though, because they literally, the company that we purchased it from came out and installed the thing, mm-hmm. the, the place, the play yard swing set. And then we had like an almost statewide tornado warning. <laughs> I and I'm thinking, waiting oh my... to look out the window and that thing be airborne. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> I expected it to go just, you know, flying up. Or tree to up. fall on it. Yeah, and like, you know, go just <laughs> twisting up into the sky and landing, you know, three counties over with a pair of red shoes sticking out from underneath <laughs> it. You know, the thing was, uh, it was about to get off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm really glad the trampoline wasn't put together though. It yeah, it would have been. It would have been um, on the news in yeah, someone we had, else's yard. Oh, did yeah. Well, that yeah. they they had that on the news. Yeah, yeah. they did. James Spann showed a uh, a trampoline yeah. taking flight. I knew we we had really, even though it was like warnings were out. I, I knew we had very little to worry about. Yeah, because, James Spann was still completely clothed. Yeah. Now, yeah. for those of you who do not live in. Uh, the Birmingham general area or close proximity to, to Birmingham. To, there, there's a, a weathercaster um, who's been on the air off and on for ever. Yeah, 35 years, mm-hmm. 40 years at least. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really great um, weather weatherman, meteorologist. Um, and whenever there's inclement weather, tornadoes specifically, you can tell how bad the situation's going to get. Depending on his he will, clothing, he will, yeah. he will start off loosening his tie. No, 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 no. Let's just back all the way up to the beginning of the, oh, the broadcast. Be, be, beginning of the broadcast, he's got a coat on, suit, coat, tie, yeah. the whole very business, very dapper. Yes, and as the weather event Becomes, progresses, yeah, the jacket comes off. The jacket comes off. The sleeves roll up. Uh, the tie the gets tie loosened. Is loosened. Sometimes the tie. If gets the tie gone. comes off, yeah, that means snow and tornadoes. Yeah, you just better run for the hills yeah so yeah we we gauge our weather not by what it's doing outside it's yeah. james span is, i used to think the guy clothed. owned stock in dairies and bread companies <laughs> because every time he said snow even just mentioning it the grocery stores the local grocery stores would empty out of bread and milk milk and bread which, which i never has, really did understand i have ne- never understood that either now the milk you could sit it outside yeah whatever the bread, okay, make sandwiches because if you don't have power. But most anything else that you would get to go with those two things requires oh, yeah. cooking. I never understood <laughs> people going through and, like, cleaning out all the frozen pizzas. I know. How TV are you going to cook that if you don't have power? <laughs> I Just know. slide it over that open flame. <laughs> oh, my happens. gosh. Although oh. I did cook spaghetti on the grill one time when we didn't uh, have power. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you don't. Yeah, I mean that's doable though. If you've got a gas grill, yeah, you can cook anything. Yeah, all you need because you, you've got heat right there. Mm-hmm. You just need a pan or a I pot. Just, I just put the pot on the on the grill and uh, let that water boil and it did its thing. Yeah, I'm sure it was great. It was delicious. Um, so what else have we had happen? Um, oh, goodness gracious! I Neil Peart died, and for those of you who um, have never heard of the band Rush. Well, clearly you're living under a rock. Yes, because even if you're not a lover of music, you've heard of Rush. Rush. And, and their only one hit song, Tom Sawyer. Everyone's heard that song. Yeah. That song's worldwide. Even if you don't know the name of it, you've heard yeah, of it. You've yeah, heard it. You've heard it. Um, yeah. uh, Neil 
passed away, and it it was uh, quite the shock to um, the entire drumming community. Um, you know, and I guess we're getting to an age where some of our musical heroes are going to start passing away. I've had a lot of them pass away over the years. Um, Neil was Neil. I never had the opportunity to to meet Neil, but I have a very personal story about him. Um, Neil tragically lost his um, daughter. Um, she was in a one car accident and she passed away. And then, like a year, within a year later, he lost his wife. And um, and Holly's like snoozing off because she's heard this story a gazillion times it's depressing it is depressing i'm getting to the good part anyway neil went on this cathartic motorcycle ride uh across canada and the united states and mexico and it was very cathartic very healing for him and he wrote a book detailing his adventures and when my father passed away that book really Someone suggested I read it, and I read it, and it touched me. And I wrote him a letter and thanked him for sharing his story and that somehow his story helped me understand mine. And it was, what, two years later? Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, had to have been. And <laughs> it was at le- it was well over a year. Uh, probably closer to two. Um, But I had sent the letter via his publisher, and they sent it to him. And I I get this, Holly comes walking in, and she's got this package, and I didn't know what it was. I'm like, what is this? She goes, I don't know. It's from Canada. And I'm like, I don't know anybody in Canada. And uh, inside was a DVD and a few pages of a new manuscript that he had been working on. And a postcard that had been handwritten and hand-signed. Um, seems as though it's taken a while for your letter to get to me, for me to get to your letter, and for my letter to get to you. Hopefully now the circle is now complete. Mm-hmm. Best wishes, Neil. And I thought that was very touching. Uh, he didn't have to respond. And, and, of course, my letter that I sent to him didn't necessarily warrant a response. A response. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for everything I'm reading now, he was just that guy. He was that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but Neil will be sorely missed uh, by his bandmates and by fans of Rush and by the drumming community everywhere. So enough of that. Um, what else? What else has been going on? Oh, oh, we saw some Tiger on Tiger crime last night. That wasn't crime. Oh. That was a good old-fashioned Butt, butt kicking, kicking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and <clears throat> I'll just be no, honest. No, what LSU's defense was doing to Clemson's offense should be criminal. Uh, well, that's true. <laughs> that, that's true, and you know, it's as much as it pained me to uh, not have my beloved Crimson Tide in the national title game. Um, I, ha- I was happy I that the SEC as a conference won. Yes, it stays it stays with our conference. Um, am I a fan of either team? Absolutely not. Um, but LSU did a good job. Yeah, they they truly did. They went out there and they took care of business. And I mean, you know, I think, and I'm going to get the second half. They really, they really clamped down on on Clemson. And and you know why? 
their luck shifted because our president is bad luck at football games. <laughs> I'm not talking about the office or the man. I just have superstitions. And when he shows up to an Alabama game, we play terribly until he leaves. So yeah. I'm just saying, I bet you about the time the game started to turn around for LSU, he had gone home. Well, it's possible. We should reach out to him and uh, and and inquire. Just send him a nice note and say we, you know, we, we not, love you. We're not mad at you or anything, not, but can yeah. you stay away from SEC football? Yeah, not like, mad at like, yeah. Can you can you maybe just like don't like, come back like us from a distance? Yeah, that, that'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> so, although I am excited to see Coach O at the White House, because can you Im- <laughs> can you imagine oh. what that's gonna be like? I mean, I can't understand anything the poor man says, so it should be well, very interesting. You know, to and, have and him sometimes you need an interpreter for Trump. So, oh, there you, know. you go. So between the two of them, it should be uh, very interesting. But I said all that to say, um, you know, it was it was a great second half. I think Trevor Lawrence went in there a little uh, full of himself, and you think so? uh, and he got his ego handed to him. Yes, I do. Wow. Yes, I do. Um, you know, I mean. Well, but he, he's you know, twenty years old. He had not lost a game to date. It, yeah, as that a was starter. His, that was his first loss. His first loss as a as a, as a college yeah. quarterback. So I mean, not saying he wasn't entitled to some ego, but I think he he got a little too big for his britches, and karma handed him a, a dose of reality. It's so. quite possible. Yeah. Um, Joe Burrow had an, a a spectacular. He did. He had a great uh, night. He set the record for. Oh, most, I don't care. I don't care. It was most touchdown passes in a single season for all of college football. That's oh, pretty impressive. Yeah, that. Yeah, it is very impressive. Still don't care. <laughs> but, you know, yay him. Well, we'll definitely be seeing him playing on Sundays. I think we will. I yeah. think we will. Of course, if he goes, if he's a first pick. He, for he'll the draft, prop- he'll be playing for the crappiest team in the NFL, so I don't know that he'll be doing a whole well, lot be, of anything. I'm not up on the pro Browns? ball, right? It's either the Browns or the Bengals this I year. don't know. I don't keep up with it. Yeah. The only reason I've watched it the last couple of weeks is because Derrick Henry is just – He's been lighting he it up. Is been, He's yeah. been setting records. He has been crushing it. and Yeah. So it's been fun it's, to watch it's him. It's amazing to think that this is his, what, third, fourth season? Fourth, fourth season. season. Fourth season. And – he he was a second rounder, mm-hmm. you know, and it was one of those things. Well, he's he's good at running, but no one really. He's really too big. Appro- he's, he's, this, too tall, he's, he's too tall. He's too skinny. Whatever. Well, it's usually the ones that are speed. discounted that do the best. Yeah, because they're mean, they're underestimated. They're underestimated. And undervalued. Exactly. Someone like Johnny Manziel, who everybody thought was just woohoo, he's the best thing since ever, and he didn't do squat in the NFL. He he kind of turned out to be a little bit of a bust. He was a, he was a dud. Yeah, a little bit. I, I mean, and it happens. You know, I'm not hating on the guy. Yeah, it's, no, it it's happens. an observation. Observation, no so, hate. You know, um, but uh, so yeah, so it, it was it was fun to watch. You, although the memes on social media talking well, about and making fun of Clemson's tiger mascot. Yeah, the mascot. The mas- oh my! Looking God. like it came from um, Wish or um, <laughs> what was the other one? What was it? What was it that we were? Oh, the Great General brand. Is that what it's called? Oh, I don't know. Great value. Great value. Yeah, the Great Value brand. Yeah, oh my God. and then just the memes floating around. Bless them. They they need to look into maybe talking to Auburn about where they get a, a you know their their tiger. 
Holy mascot smokes. I mean, uniform. Yeah, and, that. And yeah, that. Maybe mascot, try to get on board with with some of that. I mean, LSU's mascot. You yeah, know, yeah. looks great. Yeah. You know, Clemson's looks like he's smoking crack. Either that or he's like, you know, like he's cartoon a, he's eyes. He's frightened. Like, he's frightened. He's either really frightened or like, you know, when you're watching <laughs> cartoons and their eyes start swirling around because yeah. they're getting hypnotized. Like, yeah, something. I don't know. But it was it was kind of, no, it was a little and, creepy. And, yeah, not hating on it. But like when you look at, when you look at Mike, the tiger. And you look at Albie. And you look at Albie. Yeah, I mean, I mean those are legit. Yeah, I don't. Those are, those are great looking <clears throat> mascot costumes. Like I said, you know, it. it, it, it Clemson's look kind of scary, and you know, um, a lot of people say kind of like a Pinterest fell. Oh my god! Yeah, it's almost like it, it's, it's almost made. It, yeah, it's <laughs> almost like they went and bought like a onesie for an adult, you know, and then like threw a jersey yeah. on over it. Yeah, and then like just whatever they could find, they threw together. And the, again, not hating on not anybody. Hating on it's it. an observation. There, yeah. something's got to happen there. It's they it's. Should, uh, I mean, as Ooh. much as much time and effort as Dabo Sweeney put into you know creating a brand with the with the program and the team, you know, you think they'd put a little bit of that time, effort, and money into that mascot well, costume. They spent all the money on the other branding. Uh, so. Maybe so, I and don't that's know. and that is exactly why when when Alabama fans start saying he's going to be our next coach after Saban, I giggle a little bit to myself because. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. That's not going to happen. He is ingrained at Clemson, and he's—I he's, think he's happy there. He has built a brand, yeah. And I think he's smart enough to know he does not want to be the coach to come in when Saban retires. Well, whoever that coach is will not know, fare well. Yeah, for the first few and, seasons. And I was—I was thinking about that. Just, a I mean, couple it's like of days coming ago. in after the bear. Well, you know, and, I mean, and you know the, you know. There was a long stretch there where, in an effort to try to gain back some of that momentum that the Crimson Tide program had under Bear Bryant. Um, they kept hiring people with a connection With to a him. connection. Yeah. So, and, that's, and, and it just didn't work no, out. No. And, it, it, and it, was, it took someone. Yeah. It, it took hiring someone that had zero connection to the school and had zero connection to Bear Bryant. Mm-hmm. And someone who thought differently, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and right. from what the culture, the established culture already was, right. And so Nick Saban came in, and he really turned the program around. Um, and that's why I'm saying I don't think Dabo is going to want to step in behind that. I, not immediately. Like if, I'm not saying it's a never, but I don't think like yeah. if Saban says I'm retiring next week, I don't think Dabo is going to be standing on the front stoop going okay i'm gonna take over yeah i don't think so either. that's not gonna happen yeah i don't think that's gonna happen which i'm fine with because i'm not a fan so well it's an unpopular view but i'm just i yeah. not a fan well it's all right you don't have to be so but we can stop boring our listeners with football because <laughs> not everyone loves it like we do well that's so, true <clears throat> the thing this year and i'm sure it's a thing every year but i've kind of noted it for this year yeah um i've been seeing a lot on social media and uh, you know, varying places reading about picking your word for the year. Your word? Your word. That's like going to be your mantra for the year. Okay. <clears throat> the only reason I find this intriguing is because, well, in the back of my mind, I'm like, why? Well. So, and I, I get it. It's it's like a goal or something to strive for yeah. or, you know, achieve to be. But, you know, 
I don't know. Are there any? Are there any? Uh, are there any restrictions on this game? Game? Uh, I mean, I don't. <laughs> I mean, no. It's just you pick a single word, and that is like your mantra for the year. And I've been thinking about it, you know, for a week now about well, should what, mine, should, what would my word be? And I can't, I can't boil my entire existence down to one word. I don't know. I need at least, I don't know, 100 pages. No, but you could, you, I, I kind of see where it's going. Like if you, if your mantra is kindness. Yeah. You know, if that's your word for the year, kindness. And and try to have a little bit more kindness in your life, both what you're giving and then receiving. You know, I can, I can get behind that. But at the same time, you know, what if you're not smart about this? And what if your what if your word is like, I don't know, bamboozle? <laughs> you're not going to have a good year with that. Yeah. That's why I'm asking if there are any like. Well, I think the idea is to pick something positive, like something that is going to well, bamboozle's to, positive it, if you're the one doing the bamboozling. No, 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 okay. no, no. You know, you pick love, hope, faith. You know. I, then why do you gotta have just one? Well, I, I didn't make up the rules. I'm just saying that you oh, know okay. everybody's like pick your word for 2020, and now I feel pressured. I feel like I'm studying for a test. I've got to pick a word. Oh. And I don't want to pick a word. Well, don't pick a word. But I, I feel like I need to. I feel like I have to have a hashtag. What? Hashtag abstain. <laughs> hashtag I'm not gonna. Oh, I'm not playing. <laughs> hashtag don't wanna. Exactly. But well, you know. You know, so I don't know. I, I'm still thinking about my what my word for 2020 might be. And it may be, you know, December 31st before I come up with the word, but. You know what? I, yeah. Perhaps what needs to happen is people need to be a little more retrospective. And instead of like naming a word for the upcoming year, or maybe not only naming a word for the upcoming year, but maybe also trying to find the one word that personifies and best describes the previous the year. Previous year. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now that... That makes more sense to me. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I'm, yeah. Our, mine would be grandbaby. Grandbaby? Yeah. Because yeah. it consumed my life. It did consume your life. The nugget consumed my All life. All of 2019. This is true. Yeah. 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 It's not a bad thing. It's a really good <clears throat> thing. No, it's but. a wonderful thing. But 2019. See, I can't even come up with a word for that. <laughs> See, the pressure. The pressure. It's, it, it's it, the pressure. It You know, it is mounting. It is. It is. Um, so, I, you know, I used to get, uh, all the time when I was freelancing in Birmingham, I would get all of those little local newspapers and local rags. And uh, one of the ones that's been around in Birmingham for a very, very long time, we called it the black and white. I don't even know if it's still in publication used to love picking those things up. They were free everywhere you went. They would drop them off in the bars. But they what is this? The black and white. Oh, that's right. The little publication that would tell you what's going on around Birmingham. Yeah, so they would have yeah. like the, the schedule of who's playing where and what bar and uh, you know which bars were running ladies' night on yeah. Wednesday night or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. 
So it's like, you know, what's going on in Birmingham? It's, Why are we you, talking about that? Well, I'm getting to my point. Sorry. I, um, I know you looked away at your phone because you're trying to work. Yeah, I'm working real estate in between, you know, all of the other things that I have to do, including this. And yeah. um, I'm sorry, I tuned you out. I know. I was hearing wah, 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 I know, wah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. That's so okay. the black and white tells you what's going on in town. What's your point? Uh, my point was uh, that they used to always have this section called News of the Weird. Yes, I remember that. I used to love, and love. it was always hysterically reading. funny. Okay, so I found... News of the Weird. No way. Yeah. Here's a recent story. The name of this article is The Winning Losers. So this is this is real, uh, by the way. This is, uh, I'm just going to read the article. Otis Latham, 47, and Russell Sparks, 48, of Columbus, Mississippi, which is where I went to college, incidentally, were arrested <laughs> on Monday, January 6th, after they allegedly hatched a cockamamie scheme to, quote, unquote, win the lottery, uh, the two arrived at the Mississippi Lottery Corporation in Flowood and presented a losing $100,000 ticket upon which they had glued the winning numbers, according to authorities. Flowood, <laughs> Flowood police arrested the pair who were charged with conspiracy to commit a felony and uttering a counterfeit instrument of more than $1,000. They are being held or were held without bond. Um, I cannot believe that they would just try to t <laughs> just glue on winning numbers. Good grief. As if no one would notice. As if no one would notice. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Uh, let's see. Oh, lizard owners who want to dress like their reptilian companions have a source for trendy looks. Fashion brand company of Los Angeles has been making clothes for lizards for a while. But now you can match your bearded dragon. The current collection, according to OK Whatever, includes little lizard velvet jumpsuits and western fringe jackets that come with little tiny white cowboy hats. The clothes are handmade and go for up to $125. And that doesn't include whatever you order for yourself so that you can match the exact outfit your scaly friend is sporting. Founder Penelope Gazin says the idea is, quote, come to me in my dreams, adding that lizards need clothes because, quote, their bodies are disgusting and should be covered up. <laughs> uh, she apparently does not own a lizard herself, and she admits that she dislikes lizards um holy cow yeah that's uh <laughs> that's just that's weird news of the weird very weird and while you were reading the news of the weird i'm over here looking at working well i'm working but i'm also looking at memes involving the royal family and, and giggling just a little Mexit. bit. Mexit. I can't believe we didn't talk about Mexit. Well, nobody really cares about Mexit, but oh, bless her heart. But I'm I'm looking at Remax ads, and it's cracking me up because like this one is a picture of the Queen, and it says feeling pressure from the new in-laws, and then it's a picture of Meghan and Harry, and it says call me to help you find your new castle. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> it was a relaxation. It was pretty I, funny. How, I mean, if you're a member of the royal family, how do you find the perfect realtor? Yeah. How do you find go about finding? I I'm guess you sure got to call probably, like I'm Sotheby's sure. or something I'm sure like there's, that. There's the, the royal realtor. The royal. <laughs> The royal, to, the, to the royals. Yeah, or a, yeah. A, at least a royal referral. <laughs> yes. A royal referral. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. <laughs> I guess because I've been on so many interviews with sellers. Oh, my God. Yeah, or even buyers and just, you know, the questions you could be asked. I oh cannot imagine. You know, we should put up of, a billboard of you wearing, wearing your tiara, tiara and holding your scepter. Needing to find a new castle? We should totally do that. We should absolutely do that. No one but us would get it, but still, it'd be fun. It would be hilarious. Yeah. Uh, we would giggle. You know, I, I got to tell you, I kind of feel badly um, for Megan and Harry. I don't. Really? Not even in the slightest. No. They live a life of luxury, so they have to go kiss a few babies in, you know, Tanzania. Who cares? Do it. Yeah. You know, I mean. I feel Harry, badly for the beating Harry, that they're taking in the press. Harry was born into it. Yeah. Megan, I can kind of get, didn't know what to expect. But there's, there's hello, no, yeah, there's, there's no excuse at this point. Yeah, there's no and, way, and she that's could cool. They want to go live their life. That's right. great. They want to be happy. They don't want to whatever. But I think they were very disrespectful to the queen the way they went about doing it. Oh sure, they could have sat her down behind closed doors and said, "Look, you can like this or not like yeah. this, but this is what we're gonna do." And then they could have done their you know official you know yeah appropriate announcement. Um, not laying blame on anyone, but I just think that they're both being spoiled, rotten, entitled brats. Well, Therefore, I don't care. <laughs> so, there. There. You said you, you spoke your piece. I did. I spoke my piece. Well, awesome. Which is why I need to be in charge. What? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Well, so what are you working on there? Right now? Yeah. Um, actually, I'm looking at a, I'm looking at a, um, post I was tagged in on Facebook. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's involving a school project, though, so I'll look at it. Oh, minute. for Ella? No. Mm-mm. No. Another friend of mine, her, her grandbaby's school project. Oh. Okay. Yeah, not anything. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. But no, I have been setting up showings for tomorrow evening. Oh, and I know. Texting buyers and texting my oh, real know. estate You're partner all and, the time. Um, well, yeah, Mama need new shoes. Yeah, actually, Mama need a new car, and I would like to have a pool. And looks like I'm gonna have to bomb, so <laughs> I need to work. <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> um, it's all good. Have you ever heard of the Darwin Awards? Haven't I? Yeah, I don't know. I, I had not, you know, finding the news of the weird reminded me of the Darwin Darwin Awards. Awards yeah. Um. So the Dar uh, the Darwin Awards for those of you who are unfamiliar, uh, they are honoring Charles Darwin, the father of evolution. And the Darwin Awards commemorate those who improve our gene pool by removing themselves from it in a most spectacular way. Uh. 
these are confirmed. Um, this is a confirmed story in 2019, May 24th, 2019, in Louisiana. Uh, south of Lake Charles, Black Bayou Drawbridge was closed to cars and open to boats. That means the drawbridge was up. Evidently, this, uh, this was an irresistible Friday night challenge to a Texas man, um, uh, aged 32, and another one, aged 23. The Chevy Cruze stopped on Black Bayou Bridge, and Texas man, the elder, emerged and pushed up the safety gate for the drawbridge. His second mistake was to jump back in as the driver accelerated rapidly up the drawbridge ramp, thinking he was going to shoot the gap. You cannot live long if the road's IQ is higher than your own. <laughs> oh, my goodness. In this IQ test, our double Darwin winners failed. Indeed, they set a new low. Uh, they... Uh, <laughs> These guys, unlike the Blues Brothers, they lacked cop tires, cop engine, cop suspension, and a mission from God. The witness observed a passenger emerge and push up the arm of the safety gate and then get back in while the driver backed up a bit and accelerated hard over the drawbridge edge. Oh, my goodness. They literally went off the uh, off the, and it happened at 2 a.m. They went off the bridge. Like, what? yeah, trying to jump the bridge. They were probably, I mean, that's two simultaneous winners of the Darwin Awards right there. They, uh, what? Holly's looking at me like I'm an idiot. No, I'm just thinking they are. Well, that's why they get a Darwin Award. Well, okay. They were from Texas. You would think a Texas man might know a little better, but maybe not. I don't guess they have too many drawbridges in Texas. No offense. My father was from Texas. Yeah, that's... Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. There's some comments underneath the story. <laughs> somebody... <laughs> so uh, Somebody titled the story, Flukes of Hazard. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Just no. Yep. Well, you know, physics always wins. That's true. Yeah. So, anything else we want to cover this evening? You know, I don't think so. I think that I have uh, exhausted the last of my active brain cells for today. Yeah. So, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything at all that we uh, we haven't covered as of late. I don't know. I can't think of anything. How many? What? What's? What's the countdown at? How many days until Christmas? Oh, I stopped counting once we put away the Christmas decorations. Oh. Yeah, I only counted. Yeah, how, well, I see. We were at like three hundred and fifty-six days. Yeah. When I put up the. Or, I finally you know, hauled the, off our our poor Christmas tree. God love that little tree. It it tried. It did. It tried. Yeah. Yeah, but uh. Well, okay. these were the ones that were all kind of thin and. It was a, it was a, a thin crop because of the drought the that drought happened like five or seven yeah. years ago. It was pretty while it was still, you yeah. know, full. That's true. Yeah. Very true. So. 
that hauled it off. The, the, <laughs> the guy, the, the person at the landfill was like, uh, aren't you a little late for that, son? <laughs> We've been decorating the back deck with it for the last week and a half. <laughs> We've had a lot going on. We were going to take the lights off of it. It was a pre-lit tree. We changed and, uh, our mind. We changed it was our mind. Too hard to get them all. Yeah. So it's all right. Had to toss it out. Next year. Next year. Or this year. This year. That's right. It is 2020. Yes. How many days until football season? I have not looked that up yet, but but all of the games are on my calendar. Okay. So I know. How many will I get to go to? You will get to go to at least three, maybe four, possibly even. Wait for it. Five. Oh, my God. That will be the most you've ever gotten to go to. Oh, that's amazing. I know. Can't wait. That excites me. I know. Well, you know what that music means. It means we're at the end, we're of, at the end of another episode. episode. And, uh, well, you should hit your bells. I will hit them in a minute. We need yeah. to remind everyone they can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Yes. Following the Friars. Following the Friars. And go like us. Click like. Please. Yeah. Please spread like. Spread the word. Spread Tell the word. everyone to And uh, if you have a, a suggestion for... Uh, a topic of discussion, please reach out to us and let us know. And or just reach out and say hi. Yeah, just reach out and say hi. We'll say hi back. Yeah. Maybe. And for those of you listening, thank you for listening. We greatly appreciate it. And for those of you not listening. Well, you don't know. You don't even know. You do not even know.